Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey guys, welcome into another episode of Locked On Braves, found on the Locked On Podcast Network, found where all your favorite podcasts are. Now today, I'm not going to do a prospect countdown. Today, I was kind of looking through my old podcasts for uh, the Platinum Sombrero, the other podcast I do, the weekly one, and I thought it might be a cool idea since I know I picked up a lot of listeners along the way. There's a lot of you guys who may not have heard some of my earlier episodes for the Platinum Sombrero, so I went back and I picked one of my favorite episodes that we've ever recorded. It was the 22nd episode featuring former scouting director of the Atlanta Braves, Brian Bridges, who is now a cross-checker with the San Francisco Giants. So I took about 25 minutes or so uh, of the interview, and I've decided that for today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and cut this into a couple parts here, and uh, I think I might play some of this uh, some of this episode for for a while now and, and play it for a couple shows. But what I want to do here is uh, go ahead and get this started. This is Brian Bridges formerly scouting director of the Atlanta Braves, now a cross-checker with the San Francisco Giants organization, one of the most respected talent evaluators in the business, talking about the 2018 uh, MLB draft and some of the process of going through that. So I hope you guys enjoy listening to this one. If you haven't heard it before, I think you guys are in for a treat. This really is probably one of the favorite things I've ever recorded and one of my favorite guests that I've ever recorded with. So without further ado... I'm going to go ahead and play this first part for you here. Hope you guys enjoy. Sit tight. It's not a it's not a game of talent. Everybody up here is talented. It is a game of adjustments. And can you continually evolve your game and adjust to players that are continually adjusting to you? Uh, but but going back, we've, we've mentioned some of the guys that have been flying through the system, Soroka and Allard and even Gohara. Um out of this, out of this latest class, this 2018 class, is there anybody that that you kind of have circled, whether it be in pencil or in pen, as that guy that you think could blow up? Um, I think we kind of touched on two of them. Uh, I do like Justin Dean to some, you know, level of prospect. I mean, the guy's an 80 runner, six three four sixty. You know, he's in Danville now, and he's strong, not very big. Five eight five nine, but he's strong and he brings a lot to the table. A lot of energy. Can play defense. He can throw. He can run. That's one guy. Um, you start thinking about maybe even you know Kingdom. Kingdom gets back to who Kingdom is. It's 97, 96, 98 with a slider, six foot four. Um, you know, there's plenty of guys up and down there that have the opportunity. The one that I would say. There's really two that you think about. Trey Riley is Trey Riley. He's got a big arm. It's a huge arm. It's 95 to 98 with a slider. But when you think about guys like, I like the, you know, you think about the blue collar, the morts of the world. You know what I mean? This guy, you know, all he did his whole career is hit, what, 400? 406 is his senior season, I believe it was. Yeah. I mean, all he's done is hit 400 the whole time. You know, he was at UNCG and, you know, got hit 280-something in the cave. I mean, those are the guys that, you know, you kind of, 
you know, the numbers may not wow you, but one little adjustment here or there, he starts popping some home runs. And, you know, it's a good group. There's some athleticism. There's, you know, as we're breaking balls, you start thinking about um, Shatter, the kid from Texas Tech throws, you know, slider and a curveball from the same slot. You know, that's hard to pick up. Uh, you know, you go up and down through there. And, the, you know, we tried to hit on, and definitely, you know, what the pluses were with the players. I mean, there's some catchers in there. Soderman can catch and throw. Um, the kid's name escapes me right now from Faulkner. Um, he's in Danville. You know, uh, actually, I got one for you. 31st round. Get ready. It's Gabe Rodriguez. Left-handed pitcher. Miami Dade. Do you guys know what he's been throwing? He hasn't thrown but four innings this whole the whole year at Miami Dade. Every time out, he's been ninety five to ninety eight. He's left handed, by the way. <laughs> wow! So uh, that wow. that's a pretty good sign right there. Any lefty that can run it up is uh, yeah. a guy that you and the funny circle. thing was, I was with Luis Sanchez, the area scout. And we were in St. Petersburg in January, and he's playing right field. And I'm like, I mean, they're taking infield, and this guy's absolutely throwing bullets to third base. I'm like, is this guy ever pitch? And he's like, no, you know, a little bit here there. Well, he threw four innings at Miami Dade, and we saw two of them. We took him, and they're trying, you know, he's a little raw, but I mean, still, it's left handed, and it's 95 98. And. Great job of scouting on Lou's part and a great job of pushing for him. And you start thinking about late round guys right there. There's a guy just to keep an eye on because of the tools that are there. I mean, this guy could come when he figures it out and come fast. I like well, that. And one. one one thing this scouting department has, has really proven over the past couple of years is how how good it is at finding uh, small school guys, late round talent that uh, that aren't just kind of your your general run-of-the-mill late rounder is just kind of um, like mercy picks almost. I mean, Jared James a couple of years ago was 34th go. rounder, and he, he wound up in the Arizona Fall League last year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you start you start thinking about, you know, I mean, the guys have done a great job. I mean, you know, one thing, I I do sit in the chair to make the picks. It's, it's all about the scouts. It's all about the scouts that are drafting them. I mean, those guys, you work hard, good things are going to happen to you. You know, one thing I always prided myself on as an area scout, every day I woke up, how can I make the team better? What can I do today to make the scouting department better? What can I do today to get another player that's going to make a difference with the Atlanta Braves? I mean, that's what drives you. And the the guys that do that, they go out, and beat the bushes. I'm a scout's scout because that's what I was. I worked my butt off. And I appreciate everything that all of our scouts do. And everybody that has a hand in that draft room and what they do. And it's a gut feel guy for a scout. He's going to get him. We try to make sure that, you know, we have dots on those players, that those guys want little blue dots, and 
we draft those players and it's been successful for us as a group and we will continue to do that because I believe in what these guys can do. All right, I'm going to go ahead and put a quick pause on that. We're going to take our first break of the show. When we come back from break, I will have more of mine and Doc's interview with Brian Bridges. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're not going to want to miss this second portion of it. Coming up next right here on Locked on Braves. Do you hate stepping on the scale? I know I do. Maybe it's because you haven't met the right one. A company called Withings has produced the world's first smart scale, and they're still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale for 2020. If you're looking to lose weight, willpower is key, but so is having the right tools. Withings smart scales are known for their durability and an exceptional user-friendly design. Just step on and data from every weigh-in syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales don't even have the Wi-Fi option, and it means you have to keep your phone on you. But Withings Body Plus gives weight, full body composition, weight trend, even a local weather report. The scale can support up to eight users and even know who is who. So here's the deal, guys. You can get 25% off of Withings Body Plus right now at Withings.com for a very limited time. Go to Withings.com, that's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com slash MLB to get 25% off the Body Plus Body Composition Scale. That's Withings, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com slash MLB to get 25% off the Body Plus Body Composition Scale. Welcome back from break, everybody. Welcome back to Locked on Braves. As I said before the break, we're going to go and dive right back into this interview with Brian Bridges. So without further ado, I bring you part two. Hope you guys enjoy. Now, we know uh, we know we're <laughs> you're, you're a very busy man. A uh, couple more questions here. Um, That's fine. Everybody enjoys when players make their major league debut. The player loves it. The family loves it. The team loves it. The fans love it. And you guys, as fans, obviously love it. But is it every time that that one of these players that you guys draft, every time that they make their debut, it's got to be a little bit more special for you guys. It's special because the player and you guys have gotten to know him in the draft process gets up there. But it's another feather in your guys' cap of what has been a cap just just chock full of feathers over the past three, four years. What's that kind of like for you guys, just to keep seeing another one? Does it ever get old? Uh, you know what? We're so busy thinking about 19. <laughs> Honestly, what we do, and Dixie Keller, who's moved on, is now Alex's administrative assistant, who ran the scouting department for 17 years. We make sure that when that player makes his debut, that that scout is in the stands. Because there's no better feeling to a scout than seeing the player he saw as an amateur make his debut in the major leagues. It's uh, no better feeling for anybody in the scouting department. Just as much as, I mean, the fans are as big a part of it as we are. I mean, I love this organization. I, every mistake I make, I'm not mis- making mistakes because I'm not trying you know, I'm not, we're not out there trying to fail. We're out there pushing the envelope, trying to succeed and make the organization better. So every mistake that's made, or I say mistake, when it doesn't work out, a draft that doesn't work out, we hurt as much as we have joy when they make it to the major leagues. 
So, John Sherholtz said that, you know, the scouts are the lifeblood of an organization. But I think being in the Atlanta Braves organization and working for the Atlanta Braves, it means that is not just words said. It's something that's felt all the way up and down the organization. Because those guys get the opportunity to enjoy it when those guys make that debut. And to me, and knowing how I feel personally about scouting and player development, because there has to be a marriage between the both of them, because it's a win-win. When a player makes it to the major leagues, those, those coaches have touched them along the way. And Jonathan Sherrolds and Don Cheedy and Dave Tremblay and those guys, it's a, you know, big, hey, just pump. That's awesome. Great for him. You know, I want him to play 10 years in the major leagues, you know, and let's win. I mean, because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's all about the players that you've drafted, you've given birth, given birth to for them to develop with the right people in the organization to make it to the major leagues. And, I mean, there's nothing better. But I think it goes both ways. And, I, you know, when a guy has a guy that doesn't make it and subsequently gets released, you know, you got to kind of coddle him a little bit. I mean, it's not like, you know, we're out here trying to miss. We're out here trying to hit a home run every time we make a pick and or, draft, you know, sign a player even after a draft. We're trying to make a difference. No, that's um, it's a lot, you know. And uh, like you said, there's <clears throat> there's scouts in uh, in kind of every corner of the country that are that are looking around trying to find the uh, find the next big guy, not just uh, somebody that would uh, kind of jive talent wise, but makeup wise. And I know that is it's definitely a tough balance. Um, so where where are you with uh, with your 2019 prep? I mean, do you, do you already kind of have an idea of who? I mean, granted, it, it is such a long road. Uh, obviously, well, the funny thing yeah. is, when you guys start throwing names out there, you know, because I follow a lot of people on Twitter, and I'll watch it, you know, sitting in the airport. You know, I'm gone probably. I don't know. A lot of the, you know, I spend most of my time at Parksville Jackson, connecting, never coming home, or, you know, some other part of the country, but you guys mention names sometimes in my head. Can you just leave that one off? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you don't have to put that one on there, guys. So, you know, you almost want to send a direct message. You'd be like, hey, take that name, you know, can you take that tweet down? You know, I don't, Hide you know, him. You're kind of hitting close to home. <laughs> so, uh, I would tell you this. There's a lot of uh, there's bats in this draft. I mean, um, you know, we're picking nine and you know, we have, you know, we started looking at it. There's some college bats, there's some high school bats, and um, there's a few high school arms, and there's some college arms. I mean, there's some guys that did not pitch this year. I mean, you got to go back and look when you guys start putting it together. Ladolo didn't throw this summer. Six foot five lefty at TCU. Uh, he's got a big arm. Yeah, he was uh, pretty, pretty high pick a couple years ago, too. Yeah, Went second round, I'm going to say, by Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, so when you start looking at it, I mean, they're going to be guys that, you know, may not have been on the summer circuit because of innings limits, um, you know, maybe an injury. But, 
you know, with Team USA, we've seen most of them. Uh, but, you know, I would say, you know, bats are going to go early, I would say, this year. <clears throat> early call. The early call. That's my call. I'm just going to throw Nander DeSantis out there because I went on a big trip. Uh, I would, uh, I was pumping his name for a while. So uh, every chance I get, I'm going to bug you with Nander DeSantis if he starts doing well. If he starts doing bad, I'm going to deny I ever talked about him. Right. Right. DeSantis? Yes. Yes. Hey, let me just say this. Okay. There was no bigger fan of Dansby Swanson in high school. Well, there were there were other scouts that really liked him, but when I had the state of Georgia at the time, huge fan, right? Mm-hmm. Some things don't work out that year in the draft. In three years, what if I get him in three years? I think he that was, would be just fine. I'd have there to drop a go. care package so I still at your got door. Another shot, don't I? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have to drop a care package and a thank you note at your door. There you go. So you can't give up on me yet. All right. I think that's a good stopping point for today. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Sticking with you through this quarantine all the way through till we have baseball back. I promise you I'll be right here with you right here on Locked on Braves. (laughs) 